1: Welcome to Market Scale Building Management. I'm your host, Sean Heath. You know, we spend an awful lot of our day washing stuff, whether it's dishes, laundry, your car. All three of those processes are in constant flux. They always change, there's always something new and improved. But you know what doesn't change? The amount of time that we spend. So, efficiency is something that's really important. Well, today, My guest on the podcast is somebody who knows a little something about efficiency, but I'm not going to tell you which washing process he's a master of. I'll let you figure that out yourself. My guest on the podcast today is James Bridges. He's the development analyst for Iron Fox. James, how are you today? I'm doing great, Sean. Tell me what Iron Fox does. Solve the mystery for the listeners.
0: So Iron Fox is a car wash equipment and chemical distribution uh, company based out of Virginia, and we service Virginia, Maryland, Delaware, South Carolina, and Alabama.
1: What have been some of the most significant changes in car washes in recent years?
0: Uh, Great question.
1: I would say that it's been the uh, chemistry.
0: Um, There's just been tremendous advancements in the waxes, detergents, uh, polymers, sealers, stuff like that to improve the efficiency and produce an overall better car. You know, cleaner, drier, shinier.
1: One of the things that you work on is the redesign of sites and tunnel layouts. So you're the guy who figured out, oh, we need to angle the dryer like this for maximum efficiency. You're almost like a mad scientist. Um, But another thing that you do before any of that takes place is you have to help new operators and entrepreneurs with site selection and volume estimates and... The chemical selection, do you ever have time to sleep? <laughs>
0: uh, man, yeah, so I stay busy with that. So that's actually the fun part of it, though, is the, um, how busy we are. And, you know, starting from scratch, you know, from the site selection, volume estimating, to even determine if a site
1: is viable. Do you keep a pair of rain boots in your car for on-site inspections? You must be walking through soapy water about half your life. I'll always wear boots every day just about. You mentioned uh wax, I have to say. I know in my heart that when I drive my car through a tunnel car wash, it's just I have this feeling it's just getting washed right off my car. It's is it it's not, right? No, so the wax applied in a tunnel still
0: does a fantastic job. Um you know, helps make the car a little shinier, a little drier. Um, it still does a great job in the tunnel.
1: And there's no such thing as dry cleaning for cars, is there? <laughs> nope, no dry cleaning for cars. So if I see a car wash that says new dry cleaning, they're pranking me. Yeah, yeah, the, you need you need water. Let's talk about that. You know what, I guess I didn't even think about that until now. Do you have two different qualities of water? Because you mentioned that you have um, sites from Maryland all the way down to South Carolina, water's not the same everywhere, is it?
0: Oh, no. Water um, Water will change from municipality to municipality. You know, different cities will have different quality of water. Um, that, so that's part of first step that we do when we um, either set up a site or um, start setting up chemicals is we test the water uh, to see how many parts per million are in there. Is it really hard or really soft to determine how much chemical we need? Maybe we'll add a water softener for equipment selection. Um, you know, a lot of a lot of different variables depending on the quality of the water that we that's on site. So,
1: so you have to take into account hard water versus soft water, and you have to go into the lab and do all the calculations. And man, that sounds like a lot of math.
0: Yeah, there's a little bit of um, you know, a little bit of science to it, and a little bit of art, I guess, as far as to you know determining all of that. I mean, I'm going to guess you never get bored. Oh, no. Um, every day is a little different, too, because of the, you know, different sites, different uh, different equipment layouts. You know, every day is a little different.
1: Let's say I'm an entrepreneur. You come in, we've talked about site selection, volume estimates, and, and you've Got a great design and the layout's cool. I'm super excited about it. You're also going to make sure that I know how to run it, and the training that Iron Fox provides is almost overkill. It's just the right amount of extensive.
0: Yeah, so absolutely at Iron Fox, um, we we want to help from beginning to end. So we're going to help with the real estate selection, um, volume analysis, uh, equipment selection, and you know install and maintenance training, but. You know, even after you open, we're still going to be there and we're going to help you with uh, best practices, you know, pro- policies that you should be implementing, uh, training on
1: equipment repair and maintenance as well. You know, we, we try and be a complete partner. Oh man, you're not going to ask me to fix it if something breaks, are you?
0: No, we will give you the tools and the knowledge to fix it yourself if you'd like. Or, you know, we also offer um, repair and maintenance as part of our services as well.
1: James, I don't even have one of those and my anxiety levels just spiked. Yeah, so we can be your complete
0: um, solution then. We can, you know, help with the, help with the repairs and maintenance um, as well.
1: Okay, great. The hypothetical me just breathed a sigh of relief. So thank you. Uh, hypothetical thank you. You know, we talked about water being different. Does the part of the country, like the climate, does that change the way you approach designing my car wash?
0: yeah absolutely so the part of the country you know you'll have different equipment selections um, you know based off of what you're looking for what the clients are looking for Um, you know some some areas you're know, gonna have a lot of clay and stuff other areas are gonna be a little more sandy where you know you kind of have to approach those differently
1: yeah that clay-based dirt is bad news I grew up in in the south and man once that stuff dries on your car it's like cement
0: Yeah, exactly. So you realize that it takes, um, you know, it'll take a different type of equipment and chemical to get that off as opposed to, you know, maybe um, a little further on the East Coast where there's just more sand, stuff like that.
1: Now, if you were to start branching out, I don't know, into say like Michigan, you'd have to start dealing with road salt, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So from there, you'll probably um, offer like maybe some more underbody um, washes or rust inhibitor stuff like that, to protect the, uh, protect the metal from the salt.
1: Ultimately, I think one of the most powerful parts of a car wash is the water pressure, right? I mean, that's what blasts the dirt off. Do you have to take into account the changes in paint finishes and the advances in clear coats and things like that when you're determining the right amount of water pressure?
0: Uh, yeah, so absolutely. So water pressure is obviously very important. Um, but you also need to look at what type of cars you're washing. Are they newer cars with the clear coat's still intact and, you know, they're going to dry clean and drive it easier? Or are they a little more weathered cars where, you know, some part of the clear coat's missing. Maybe you're dealing with just, um, you know, the raw metal, a little bit of paint on there. You have to treat that differently um, than the newer cars with, you know, good solid clear coat on there.
1: Now, obviously, you are an aficionado of washing cars. You know the best way to do it you can take into account all the factors just out of curiosity are you a hand wash person for your own cars or is that just too much time
0: no so i take my i take my cars through the tunnel as well i think you need to you know test out what you what you're doing you know t- sample what you're selling so i always take my car car through different washes
1: now you do have some experience prior to iron fox as an investment i guess analyst would be the right way To say it. And you worked, this is crazy to me, with the Federal Communications Commission, the FCC, and licenses. There's a ton of regulations and laws and rules that go along with that. But you probably now deal with a different set of regulations and rules because you're actually dealing with chemicals. I bet that's something that would surprise a lot of people because it just occurred to me.
0: So actually, a lot of um, the rules and regulations that we deal with are related to the building and, you know, what each municipality requires um, as far as, you know, some, you may be building in historical areas, they want a certain facade on it, you know, finish, or, you know, they may have certain restrictions on you can't have the building more than X feet high, you know, things like that.
1: Do blueprints come across your desk when you get a project?
0: Yeah, so we look at architectural drawings all the time, um, and, you know, kind of help value engineer spot any errors or something that may be missing or need to be added.
1: You must end every single day just feeling like, man, I just accomplished a ton of stuff because you don't do the same thing any two days in a row.
0: Oh, it's never the same. Um, you know, changes from client to client and, you know, project to project. Um, Even, you know, even going to existing sites, they're always, you know, slightly different, you know, equipment, chemical layout, stuff like that. So, yeah, every day is unique.
1: There's a scientific fact that you only notice the make and model of car on the road when you're driving that make and model of the car. So, for example, if you're driving a Mustang, you start to notice all the Mustangs. As you're driving around the country, do you notice a car wash and go, oh yeah, we had something to do to that.
0: Yeah, um, absolutely. So, you know, if I'm driving down the road in an area I'm not familiar with, I'll recognize a car wash and maybe, you know, drive past, I'll say, oh, that's, um, you know, X, Y, and Z equipment, or, you know, just kind of poke my head in. And absolutely, it's, they just stand out to you after you've been doing it for a while.
1: Now how hard is it to fight the urge to pull up and go, "Hey, you know what? If you tweak this thing right here, this would fix that." Do you find yourself having to to hold back?
0: Uh, no, I don't think so. Um, you know, you always got to be careful that you're not stepping
1: on toes, but I think um, you know, if,
0: most people are welcome friendly advice.
1: Are you the go-to guy in the family for car wash advice? Are people are you do you have cousins sending you text messages to get advice on cleaning their cars?
0: Yeah, all the time. Um, Yeah, family members always reaching out to me, you know, asking any questions related to the car wash.
1: See, that's the problem. You can't let people know that you know stuff, James. (laughs) Exactly. That's a rookie mistake. That's fine. My guest on the podcast today, excellent source of advice and straight-up knowledge, James Bridges, development analyst for Iron Fox. James, man, thanks so much for taking the time today. I really appreciate it. All right, thank you, Sean. I really enjoyed it.